On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, Sean and I talk all about targeting. We talk about lookalike audiences. This is part five of our six-part series, How to Double Your Return on Ad Spend. I hope you guys enjoy. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know something super exciting. We have rebranded our podcast to be the Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand Podcast. We're so excited about this because we want to bring you the most amazing content when it comes to your e-commerce business. We want to help you scale. All of that being said, we have an amazing resource that we want to share with you. It's calculators, marketing calculators to figure out how much you can afford to spend on your marketing. We've got three different calculators on the website. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing-calculator. Now, on to today's episode. We are live, Shawnee boy and me, talking about targeting, part five. Now, if you haven't actually listened to parts one through four, I highly suggest that you go back. We're talking about how to double your return on ad spend, we're giving you the six ways, the six things that we look at um, as an agency when we're attempting to double people's return on ad spend. Um, so and far, we've talked about the funnel. Uh huh. Uh huh. We've talked about the offer. We have. We have. We've talked about the ad copy. Yeah. And the ad creative. And the way that the order that we're talking about this in is kind of in the order of importance that you need to have it nailed down. So, all the more reason to. Go back and listen to those four first if you haven't already. I mean, totally. you're still going to get value out of this, but afterwards, go back and listen to the other four. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. So, one hundo. Let's talk targeting, my brother. Um, okay, what do, what do we look at when we're looking at targeting? Well, we have we have a lot of best practices that we uh, that we follow when we dig into an account and, and see if they're even they're doing all the things that they could be doing and one of the big 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 ones and this is this is our first point on the 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 targeting list here is are you testing multiple audiences yes yes no 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 i think i know my audience well enough that i can just pinpoint this little tiny audience I, i i think that that's i mean we see that all the time people think that they know their customer and so they'll target this little tiny audience that's not the way facebook ads work it's just it's it's not you the more wide open in every single account that I go into, the more wide open the audience, the better, right? So having these big wide open audiences is, is a great thing. Um, but you need to be testing multiple audiences because there's some surprising ones that might just hit you and be like, Oh, Oh, I didn't know that audience would do well. Totally. If, if you don't test it, if you don't try it, you will never have the information. You, you, you'll never know. You'll just keep on doing what you're doing. And, and maybe your, your performance right now is, is pretty good, but you might not actually understand how much pretty, how good pretty good can get if you're not testing. Pretty good could actually be yeah. a heck of a lot better than you're getting right now, but you'll never know if you're not testing those multiple audiences. I mean, it's going to cost you a little bit of extra money, right? You, you kind of have to pay, you, you have to spend more money on, on those tests. But in my, in my mind, that's a worthwhile investment to get to those, those really, really hot audiences that are actually going to um, improve your performance probably a lot more than what you're currently getting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, okay, number two, the thing that we look at, are you segmenting your audience by traffic level where they now are this on the customer goes, journey? This circles right back to the first one, the funnel. So by traffic level, where where they are in the funnel, where they are in the journey. If you're not segmenting, you're leaving money on the table. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. And not only that, but we've talked about this. If you guys have listened to the first four episodes of this, a lot of this has to do with making Facebook happy, right? Making their algorithm happy. The less audience overlap that you have, the happier you're going to make them. And happy Facebook, happy life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's the saying, right? But if, if Facebook is happy, your, your cost is generally going to be lower, which means you're going to get more conversions for less money. And that makes us happy. Exactly. And you could talk to them in different ways, like we've, we've talked about before. Now, are you keeping your warm and your cold audiences separate? That's kind of a part of, of that number two. So number three, we're thinking, make sure that those audiences are separate. Even if you're, if you're, you know, you don't have the time and you're just going to message all the same thing to everybody in your funnel, still make sure warm and cold are totally separate. Yeah. Um, Go for you it. Can't, you can't budget properly. You can't know where your costs are coming from, where they are in the funnel, and how much to spend on which part of the funnel unless you actually segment them out. Oh, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. Um, and then the next point here also kind of relates to that um, with your cold audience. Is your cold audience large enough? A lot of people will choose a cold audience, but it will be so small that it, you're not going to get... Um, you're not going to give the, the algorithm enough to chew on, enough to, enough to parse through. Totally. I, I'm going to kind of um, try and make this as simple uh, as possible for you guys. So when you put your ad in, you know, beep up, boop, 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 and you hit. That's, that's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> and you hit submit, right? And you tell Facebook, I want conversions. And I'm the conversion I'm looking for is a purchase, right? If you give Facebook 10 people, most likely they're not going to find one in t of those 10 people that want to buy your product, right? But if you give them 2 million people that are say interested in blank, in socks, let's say, and you're a sock company, you've now given Facebook 2 million people to go after to find purchasers from that set. So they're first of all gonna find a subset of people who are in the market already for that. How do they know? Because the Facebook pixel is on almost every website in the world. So they know when people are going to those certain sites, right? They're very smart, but you have to give them enough audience to work with so that they can find that for you. And then that's when you start to whittle down and, and make your audience maybe a little bit smaller um, or really target in on a specific subset. Anyway, I'm digressing. I just want to let you guys know it's very important to have a large audience that you're going to go after. I want to I want to just throw a, throw a question back at you for this, uh, Jordan. So when we're when we're testing an audience and we're making sure that it's large enough, should there is is there any rule of thumb for what kind of budget we should have in place for that? Is there a budget that's going to be too small to even take advantage of that audience size, or is is any any budget okay? You know what the the rule of thumb is that you should have at least two times um, the amount that your CPA is for your budget. Right. So, so breaking that down, say that your, your average cost in your account is about $25. You should be running that campaign budget optimization campaign at at least 50 bucks a day. Um, that's going to actually get you some of the data. Now to actually get out of learning phase though, you're going to need 50 purchases within a week per ad set to get out of the learning phase to really get optimized. And I mean, most of our clients, when, when we have ad sets running like that, it's like, Oh, sweet. We're done the learning phase. Now Facebook knows exactly who to go after. And then we just see that cost drop and drop and drop. Um, but yep. yeah, I mean, make sure, but budget really is key here. Like you can't just be spending little tiny amounts on, on these audiences. So, so, so you, you've given us like the bare minimum. What do you think is ideal? If you're, if you're going after that cold audience, you've got a million people in that audience and you've, and the money is no object. 
what do you what kind of budget are you throwing at that you know i like to have like 200 bucks a day per cbo campaign i think that's a really nice number to have to be able to test and to be able to fail fast as well right um either figure out what's working and what's not um and then and then be able to move from there um really if you don't have a big budget it's just a, a longer learning curve mm -hmm. yeah totally. great questions the, the, john great the questions. sooner you can get to those meaningful numbers though the better because then you can stop wasting time on the audiences um and the offers that maybe aren't performing yeah because you you have your you have your, your budgetary cost but you also have your time cost and sometimes yes. the time cost can be a bigger deal than a budget totally what is that inventory cost just sitting there yeah right and going potentially stale um you know be it a seasonality issue or, or whatever um uh, oh man we're really getting into this um <laughs> another thing that we look at are you running ads on multiple placements now if you don't know anything about your customer behavior or or where they are exactly i really believe in running on almost all the placements to see what's going um, to really stick and what's going to um, work. Obviously feeds are always going to win, right? Facebook feed, Instagram feed, Instagram stories for the most part, I'm seeing almost the same amount of return on ad spend, but everything else I'm not, but really you need to test it for your audience and your particular product and your particular creative, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, run it, run it on, on all before you start. Um, totally. Number six, are we treating all demographics the same? You know, you might you might say no, but I would I would bet that if you uh, if you look in your account, you you might have a bunch of the ages lumped in together. You might be speaking to men and women the same. I, I, I'm always blown away when we get to some of these accounts that are spending like six figures per month on their on their ad budget, and they've got they're basically sending the same message to people between the ages of 18 and 65. Totally, and and not only that, like we'll we'll look into the different age demographics. So like. Uh, today I went into an account um, to take a little peek and I saw that that uh, they were targeting 18 to 24 year olds and there'd been zero purchases and about a thousand dollars spent. What does and that tell so, you, Jordan? So obviously we're going to get rid of that age category and, and same with 65 plus. So, I mean, sure, you can message differently to those people, but the starting point is just getting rid of the people who are not going to spend money on your store. Like for, trim, for trim the fat and th this is where having very accurate detailed customer personas also comes in handy because mm -hmm. you'll understand who it is that you're trying to reach from the get from the get-go yeah yeah exactly um is there enough variety in your audience targeting that is uh, a huge thing let's talk about the different types of targeting so we're, we're going to get into lookalikes in a second but let's just talk interest targeting first of all so we've got interest targeting, we've got demographic targeting, um, we've got um, potentially connected to your Facebook page, connected to your fans targeting. Um, we've got all of these different types of targeting that we can use just in interest targeting alone. Um, is there enough variety? Uh, it's very important to try to hit different um, customer personas and, and different areas of the market um, because some of these audiences can perform better and if you're not testing enough of a variety, you're just not gonna see that. That's, that's the thing. A lot of this comes back to, are you testing? Are you testing enough? Because what you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of us think that we know, but until you test, you just don't know. Yeah. And even, even like, are you testing your current audiences now versus what you set up six months ago? Because maybe what was working at working six months ago isn't actually going to be ideal with the current cultural climate or socioeconomic 
um, situation in the world, there, there might be new opportunities, but if you're never, if you're never setting aside a little bit of time, a little bit of budget to actually test and find out, you're never going to find those, those little nuggets, those little unicorns. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So next things next, we're going to um, talk about lookalike targeting. Um, but it's such a massive topic that I actually want to do an entire episode on lookalike targeting um, and talk about all the different kinds of lookalikes, what you need for that. So stay tuned for our next episode. It's going to be a bit of a bonus actually in the six part series um, because I feel like it's something that should actually have its own targeting. So stay tuned um, next time to learn all about lookalike targeting. We're going to go really deep into detail of the different types the different types that work well and the ones that don't um, and what you need. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys found um, this targeting episode super helpful. Any last words, Shiny Boy? I got no last words except for stay tuned for part 5B. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Before we end, we just wanted to ask a couple of favors from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, can you please share it with your friends and leave us a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts? That would really help. Also, we have an amazing new free resource for you guys. It's marketing calculators. It'll help you figure out what your break-even return on ad spend is and more. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator to find out more. Have a great week.